0: I would consider this as a potential boston qualifying race when i get to that point um you got to run smart to run this race well as far as you know take advantage of the downhill but don't just blow it all out in that first 13 miles episode 619 of Diz Runs radio is a quick tip episode today's quick tip everything you want to know about the pocatello marathon Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's, uh, little quick tip episode about, uh, about Pocatello, the, the race I ran last weekend and, uh, kind of giving you the, the behind the scenes tour, if you will, as, as far as, you know, is this a race that you might want to consider running in 2019 or beyond? Uh, but before we do that, I want to take a minute and thank the newest patron of the show and of the empire, everything we've got going on. Uh, Aaron Christensen has jumped on board and, uh, Pledge to to get me a, a, a couple of cups of coffee each month, and uh, Aaron really appreciate your support. Um, as, as I've said before, got got a lot of things coming. In addition, obviously, the show is not going anywhere. So so uh, you know, if you want to support the show financially, it's it's a great way to do that. Uh, but also have some some other things coming. The, namely, the Little Things course is coming quickly, and uh, the first the first uh, kind of the the the, the basic. Framework of it, the, the first couple of lessons or units will be rolled out uh, here in just a, a couple more weeks as this show gets gets released, aiming for uh, towards the end of September of 2018. And uh, the first folks that'll have access to it are the patrons and uh, of course the athletes that I work with and coach. Um, so you know if you, if you want a, a, an early bird peek, the the first peek at it, uh, one way to do that is to, to jump on board via Patreon, supporting the show. And and you know I've got more things that I want to do. And uh, hopefully I can continue to give those all away for free. The little things course is going to be free. Um, and, and, hopefully I can, I can do more things for free, but of course, need a little, uh, you know, free doesn't pay the bills. So, you know, Patreon or using the Amazon link or the whole, there's a whole host of options through disruns.com slash support that, uh, you know, don't cost you much or, or may not cost you anything extra anyway, but help to keep the lights on and the show go, going and growing and more things coming your way. Uh, and, and Patreon is certainly a, a great way to do that as well. So once again, thank you to uh, to Aaron for jumping on board and for everybody who's gotten on board, uh, you know, in the last few weeks or the last few months or a couple of people that are, are over a year now of continuous support of the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that, uh, you know, those, those dollars here, dollars there, that as few cups of coffee uh, every month, Really, really make a difference. So thank you to everybody who supports the show via Patreon. And, and everybody, you know, whether you do or not, thank you for you just listening and supporting the show in other ways as well. So today, I want to give a, a little bit of a, of a recap, if you will, of the Pocatello Marathon. Hopefully this will be something that uh, is useful for you and something that, you know, as I continue to run more races and partner with more uh, races to do some speaking or some promotions or whatever it is, this can be a, a, a fairly regular-ish uh, addition to the show. And and in case you're worried that this is going to be a, a mile by mile recap of my race, don't worry. Don't worry. I know some I know some of you might like that kind of stuff or maybe wouldn't mind listening to that. I think it's as boring as sin. Uh, so I, I'm not going to do that to you. Uh, and if, if you're like me and, and don't really care much about how my legs were feeling at uh, mile 16 or mile two or whatever, um, don't worry. Don't worry. What I, what I want to do today is uh, is is to really kind of give you you know almost like uh like the the gear reviews that i haven't done in a while um because i haven't had anything new really to review lately but uh almost want to give this a, a good the bad and the meh about uh, the pocatello marathon because uh, as much as it was you know if you, if you followed along last weekend while i was gone or you've been, been paying attention to some of the things i've done emails and social medias and things like that you know i had a good race you know i enjoyed it uh, i definitely am going to end up recommending this race um but like anything in life, it's nothing's perfect, and uh, you know some of the things that I really liked about this race, maybe some things that you may not like about this race. So I'm just going to kind of go through some of the the, the main things. I, I've I've been asking some folks what kind of details, information, things like that, that they care to know about a race, as far as you know, helping them to determine if it's a race that they want to run or not. So I'm going to try to cover as many of those bases as possible today. Um, and of course, if you have additional questions about this race, you kind of considering it for next year, um, let me know, let me know. And I'll give you you know the, the honest truth from my perspective. Obviously, I didn't see every angle of every avenue of this race, but uh, um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I know and, and what I experienced and hopefully that'll help you decide. And if you are interested or if you're in that uh, kind of Salt Lake City, Pocatello area, um, they do a pretty sweet deal, like half price deal um, I think it's still going on it's kind of one of those they, they do it for about a week after the, the uh, you know, previous year's race uh, until you know until they, they raise the prices up to the normal price which is still the price isn't bad I think the, the normal intro price you know once it gets back to quote unquote normal is like80 dollars for the marathon uh, which is pretty pretty cheap um, but I think yeah there may, it may still be available for forty dollars I don't know check it out if you're interested though Pocatellomarathon.com. So here's uh, you know kind of a, a couple of of different breakdowns or different ways of looking at the race. Hopefully you'll find this useful. And like I said, if if you do, let me know. If there's other things you want to know about this race or other races, let me know, and I'll be sure to include those in future editions of you know kind of the, the race reports or whatever you want to call these things. Um, you know, looking at the races from all kinds of different perspectives. So starting with travel logistics, if you're in the area and you're driving in pretty simple, uh, because it's, it's literally right off the expressway. Um, you know, obviously Pocatello, well, maybe not obviously, but Pocatello is a college town. Um, Idaho state is there, uh, you know, smallish college, but uh, still a college town, uh, kind of spread out. There's a few, several exits on the main highway there, but, where the host hotel is, where the, the packet pickup is, where you, you catch the shuttle, which we'll get to that more in just a minute, um, is all right off of, you know, one of the exits. So if you're driving in or if you're staying somewhere, you know, kind of in town or in the area and you're driving in on race day, driving in to pick up your packet, super easy to get there, no big deal, um, you know, super easy that way. If you're flying in, if you're coming from other parts of the country, you're trying to knock off a, a race in Idaho off of your uh, your list, it's not terribly difficult um fly into i I flew into salt lake city uh which is about a two and a half hour drive plus or minus um to get to pocatello so it's it's not you know super close but it's not like you got to drive all day after flying all day either you know it's it's kind of a a nice a nice little mix um pretty easy drive again i mean once you get to pocatello it's right off the expressway and you know coming out of the the salt lake city airport pretty much all expressway the whole way it's just a matter of what kind of traffic there is um but a pretty Pretty simple drive to to be quite honest. Uh, not not nothing too stressful other than you know other people driving. I was kind of driving through uh, almost rush hour type of time, so it was a little bit busy when I got out of the the airport. But you know that's that's just you know that was the time of day. Nothing nothing more than that. Uh, pretty pretty much a straight shot nothing, again, nothing crazy from a drive perspective. And there's also a shuttle that, that is available from Pocatello to the Salt Lake city airport. So if you don't want to drive, you can catch the shuttle. I didn't really look into that. So I, I don't know what the prices are. Um, I don't know what the schedule is, but you know, that could be an option as well. There's also like a smaller regional airport in Pocatello itself that again, I didn't look into cause I was pretty sure it was going to be more expensive. Um, plus I like, call me crazy, but I like flying Southwest. So I would, I would rather just flown Southwest into Salt Lake city and draw and and drive up, which is exactly what I did. So, you know, there are a couple of different options, but I don't think travel is that difficult. You're not, you're not, it's not, it's not a a real long drive from Salt Lake city. Um, and, uh, and other options are, are even maybe more convenient depending on exactly where you're coming from. Um, and, 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 you know, what kind of options you're working with. So, um, you know, it's, it's not uh, you know it's not like you're flying right into uh, somewhere where there's an airport a, a big major airport right there, but not bad. Not bad as far as travel lo- logistics go. I would definitely rate that as, as, as mostly good, mostly good as far as ease of getting into and out of town. Uh, when it comes to race day, kind of transport, travel, logistics, things like that, I mentioned already that there's a shuttle. So um, the Pocatello Marathon and the Half Marathon and the 10K, and there's a 5K as well, um, they're all point-to-point races, uh, which if you're not familiar with the vernacular means that it starts in one place and ends in another. So, you know, races that don't do that, it's kind of convenient because you can park your car wherever you need to, to be, um, you know, and you start the race and then you finish right back at that same spot. So your car is right there, which makes for, for things being pretty easy on, on race day. Although you got a lot of people pulling their car into the parking lot at the same time, which can can be a little bit, uh, you know, of, of a bit of a, uh, a cluster sometimes. But uh, for this race, it was a point to point marathon started out. And then when you got to the the halfway point of the marathon, that was where the, the half marathon started. When you got to the 20 mile mark of the marathon, that's where the 10 K started and on and on. So, um, everybody ran the same last stretch of, you know, their, their, their last stretch of their race was all on the same, same road. um, so I can, I can speak to what the courses look like for each of the other uh, races, but I can't necessarily speak to the, the travel logistics or the race day logistics of parking and driving and things like that. So for the marathon, it was really simple. The, the uh, shuttles picked up at the uh, host hotel and at the area where the host hotel was, there was three or four other hotels right there. So if you're staying at any of those hotels, super, you know, like it's all like, you know, one next to the other, next to the other. So it's no big deal to walk from whichever of those hotels you stayed at. If you didn't stay at one of those hotels, if you're if you're driving in, staying at an Airbnb, staying at a different hotel in town, um, plenty of places to park right there in that area where the shuttles picked up. So you, you, we got on the shuttle at the start of the race. You know, I was at the host hotel. It was whatever, what are what they did they they provided for me as as the speaker. Um, so, you know, super easy. I didn't have to, I actually didn't even get in my car at all on race day. I uh, just got right on the shuttle and took that to the start of the race. Uh, the start of the race is, well, we'll get into that in just a second. So the, the shuttle for the marathon, pretty cut and dry. You, you, you shuttle to the, to the start of the race, um, for the half marathon, it was a little bit different. So, uh, for the half marathon, well, back up just a second. All, so all the races, like I said, they all, they all ran together. They all finished at the same spot, same finish line for everybody. If you were running the half marathon or the 10K, you could either catch the shuttle from the host hotel area to the finish line and then catch another shuttle to your your respective start line, or you could drive to the finish line and then catch a shuttle to your respective start line. None of the starts... Could you drop off? None of the, or could you park at? They, none of them were, were conducive to having parking there. Um, so you're gonna have to take a shuttle if you're gonna run any of the races at the Pocatello Marathon. All the shuttles are provided, obviously, it's all part of the registration free, but, um, marathon, you had to go from the host hotel. Half marathon, you had a, a few, uh, options. And if you, you're kind of reading between the lines there, that means that after the race, if you, Drove to the finish line area before catching your shuttle to the half or to the 10K. That means your car is right there. So you get in your car and drive back to your hotel, drive back home, whatever the case might be. If you're at the, if you ran the marathon, that means you got to catch a shuttle back to the host hotel area to either get in your car or you, you know, get back to your hotel room, unless you had somebody who dropped you off there and then brought your car or, you know, was cheering for you or whatever, and met you at the finish line, then you're, you're good to go there. So, um, in terms of the shuttles and the race day kind of transport and logistics, it it was, it was super smooth. It wasn't difficult, but you know, I'm just not the biggest fan of, of shuttles. So this one kind of gets, uh, it was, it, it functioned well. It was super easy, well laid out, um, you know, well communicated as far as what needed to be done. So on that side, it was good. As far as actually having to go through it, meh meh, it was a meh. You know, it, 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 a lot of races do shuttles. This one, like I said, it all worked out smoothly. It, there wasn't an issue. It went well. Um, it just wasn't my wasn't my preference of, of situation to be in. But, you know, it's all good. Uh, other race day things to, to pay attention to or, or to be aware of, there was a bag check available, um, which, you know, when, when we got our packet pickup or when we picked up our packets, the, the, everything came in a, in a duffel bag, like an actual proper duffel bag, uh, not some flimsy plastic bag, but a, an actual usable bag for the future. Um, but it had a tag with it with your name and your bib number on it. Uh, so you just kept that on there. Of course, you had your bib that you wore and you took that bag was the bag check. So you took that bag with you to the start of the race. Um, they had a truck there that that loaded right up the, the bags and you could literally drop them off like two seconds before the race started, or maybe not quite two seconds, but a minute or two. So, um, you know, I had my sweatshirt on and, and was kind of trying to stay warm because you're at the top of a mountain where it's windy is, all get out. Um, wasn't too cold, thankfully, but it was, it was, there was a chill in the air if you were just wearing like a singlet or something like that. Um, but so I just stayed bundled up until right at the last second, put, gave my stuff to the folks in the truck. And uh, made it over to the starting line. Plenty of time. No big deal. And my bag was waiting for me at the end. So super smooth process. It's not a, 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 you know, there's not tens of thousands of people in this race. So it's not like there's that many bags to find. So pretty, pretty easy as far as race day logistics. The course itself, I don't have anything to complain about. Um, although you may disagree with me here. The the, the course is definitely downhill. Um, I think it starts, like I said, we started at the top of a mountain. Um and I believe that the elevation is something around 6,500 feet. So it's not like, you know, on top of, of some crazy mountain where there's no oxygen. I never noticed a lack of a thinness of the air, you know, from training down here at sea level. I didn't notice any, any difference. But, you know, we are up over a, a mile up in the air. So I'm sure that there was a, a, a bit of a, a lack of, of, o, of, of oxygen, of O2, I was going to say at that point, which I guess is technically right. Uh, all you chemists out there, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, started up there. And, uh, you know, you run downhill and and basically the the entire course is, is, is mostly downhill, but the first half is much more downhill than the second half. So, um, the the first half we, I I think we, we went from, you know, like I said, about 6,500 feet to about 4,500 feet, something like that. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but it was something like that. Pretty, pretty dramatic drop. Um, you know, we're running downhill. It's not like super steep, but you're running at a noticeable grade, the, almost the entire way. There's a couple of little sections where you, you run back uphill for a minute, uh, which is kind of nice. It's kind of a nice little break. It gives your, your body a little bit of a, of a different, uh, challenge, which, which keeps things fresh a little bit. Uh, and then you're right back to going downhill again until you get to about that halfway point from there. I I think that the, the, the drop from the 13.1 mark to the finish line was maybe another two to 300 feet. So it's, it's a lot more flat. Um, now it's not flat. There's, there's some rollers, there's some ups, there's some downs. um, And there are a few sections where it's fairly flat, but it was definitely, you know, if you don't like running downhill, the half marathon wouldn't be bad for you. The full marathon is is a little bit tough because it is a lot downhill. Now I didn't, I didn't have any problems with it. I actually liked it. Um, actually negative split this, this race, which means that, uh, I I finished the second half faster than the first half, which, which really just means that I, I didn't blow it out of the gate at the beginning. I, I ran a conservative race at the, at the first half, uh, which was good. But uh, you know the course. The course I thought was was good. Um, was was fair. Was basically as advertised. If you, you didn't take much looking to know that it's going to be a, a lot of downhill at first, then kind of flattens out a bit. Um, you know the, the 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 little uphills that are here and there. The little rollers or, You know there is a a, a little climb. It's a little over a quarter of a mile. Um, once you get to about mile twenty three, so that kind of sucks. It's not not exactly ideal. Um, but you know it's not it's not like you're climbing a mountain at mile twenty three. It's it's a it's an uphill. It's a slog. But you just downshift, grind it up, and then you know you're you're going to be back downhill before much longer. So it's not too bad. Um, you know the beginning section, like I said, we started off in in the mountains was beautiful. Lots of lots of mountains. You're actually running mostly east, I guess, at, at the beginning part. So you're watching the sun rise over the mountains, which was pretty. Uh, which was which was pretty. Um, lots of animals out there, uh, as far as cattle and sheep and horses. Uh, heard some turkeys, saw some some geese and and some ducks flying around. Um so you know, you're out in the middle of uh of of hill country and there's hill creatures around. More more creatures than spectators, certainly in the in the in the first half of the race. Um which, you know, if if you like a lot of crowd support, that could be a negative. If you like it kind of feeling open and and feeling kind of free, that, that can be a positive. Um the one big negative about the course is that uh the course is not closed for the most part to traffic. So you do have to be aware of cars coming. Um, it's not on a busy stretch of road by any stretch, so it's not like there's there's cars every every time you know all of the time. But it is something that uh, is is a little bit you know. Not every race is like that, obviously. And, and it was, there were a couple of times when I was going to cut the corners to run the tangents and then it's like, Oh, there's a car coming. Let me, let me get back and go ahead and, and do the, the wide turn around this corner, which is, you know, not, not ideal, especially if you were trying to really race it hard for like a BQ time or something like that, where, where every second and every extra couple of yards on the course do kind of add up. So, you know, take that into consideration. I never felt unsafe. Almost every intersection, especially the busier intersections, where again not that these are super busy roads, but the roads that were a bit more more uh, heavily trafficked, had volunteers there with stop signs, so they were stopping every car that came through and just let them know, hey, there's runners on the road up here, so just please be careful, you know, drive a little bit slower. Um, and, and once we got to the, the you know towards the end where the tr- the road was a little bit busy, they had they had one lane of traffic closed that that runners could run in it with no traffic in um, and at that point there weren't a lot of turns so it wasn't a, a tangent issue really not bad so again never felt unsafe uh, never never felt like like it was dangerous out there with the traffic but something that I didn't necessarily realize going into it that the whole course is open to traffic so be aware of that if you're looking about uh, maybe doing the Pocatello marathon. Pre and post race, packet pickup was super easy. Um, there was, you know, one big room. You, you had your bib number. They emailed that to you the day or two before. You went to the, you know, and each section was marked as far as marathon, half marathon, 10K, 5K, kids' races, um, which there are kids' races available too. If you're bringing the family, the kids have a, a, a 0.2 mile, you know, race, um, as well as a, uh, I think a, a one mile or a two mile something like that there are a couple of, of different distances so you've got you've got those options uh, available if you've got the kids coming uh but you just go to go to your respective you know race distance that you're doing uh give them your bib number they give you your stuff right away it takes like two seconds because everything is numerical ordered so it's pretty easy to find if you don't remember your bib number of course they have the uh the, the computers there to look them up. They also, you know, you can also just find things by your name. If you want to switch your race distance, you can do that as well. I think there was a small fee associated with it, but there were several people that, you know, switched from the, the half to the, or from the, I'm sorry, from the full down to the half, because, you know, training doesn't go as well. So let me switch down, uh, those types of things, which, you know, again, a lot of races don't have that type of flexibility. So that was, that was nice. Um, there, there wasn't a huge expo, but there were a few vendors available, not in the room where packet pickup was that area went super smooth. And then at different parts of the hotel, kind of towards the entrance entryway. Um, there were some folks there that were selling, I think, you know, compression gear and fuel and sunglasses and, and things like that. Not a lot. I mean, there are maybe five vendors there. So it was a small expo. You mo- mo- better bring most of the stuff you need, but if you- a couple of last minute things that you might've forgotten, they might've had you covered there. And if not, uh, I think there's a couple of running stores in town that you could, you could check that stuff out as well. Like I said, gave it a nice, a nice duffel bag. Um, you know, not, not a huge bag, but something that, uh, you know, would be a great race day bag or something like that. Put some shoes, uh, change of clothes, a towel, things like that in. Um, so, you know, uh, definitely a useful bag, a, a bag that I will get some use out of going forward. So That's nice. As far as the post race goes, um, you know, it, it was a pretty good, pretty good festival. I think, especially for this size of race. I, th- I don't think there were even a thousand total runners yet. It was a, it was a pretty good, shindig they they had the uh uh students from uh, the the local uh university there doing uh, massages it was the uh the physical therapy uh you know students uh were out there so they were doing it as a fundraiser for their organization with the you know the the suggested donations and things like that to get the the massage after the race um which i took advantage of for the first time and, and not maybe something that i'll do uh, in the future it, it it was nice to get the calves worked on a little bit right after the race um, but they were there. Uh, like I said, the bags, bags were all there. There were a couple of different food places there. There was the, the typical kind of runner fuel bagels and chips and, 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 uh, you know, Cokes and, and chocolate milk, things like that. They also had uh, I think it was Texas roadhouse. Some, some kind of steak restaurant was there doing uh, like pulled, pulled brisket sandwiches or something like that. They had baked potatoes, which if, you know, if you like a little bit more real food after a race, you had, you had an option there. Um, you know, and it was just a, it was just a nice park, a nice little place to just kind of relax. There was some shade, uh, you know, just just a, a cool little place. They had bounce houses and stuff like that for the kids. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, if you're looking for the post race beer report, ugh, that was that was an area where Pocatello uh, didn't didn't live up to the hype of some other races. Um, they had a you know a free runner beer after the race, but it was I think it was Miller Lite. It was some kind of you know canned beer, nothing fancy uh, you know, which, which, uh, was a little bit disappointed. Although I didn't care that much because I'm not that big of a fan of a beer after a race. If it would have been something good, I would have gotten it Miller light, hard pass, hard pass. Um, but you know, a small, a small blemish, uh, on an otherwise pretty good, um, pretty good post-race thing again, especially considering there's not thousands of runners here. So it wasn't overly crowded. There was plenty of food. Uh, definitely, definitely no worries there. Um, and, and just a, a nice place to hang out. Uh, as far as the bling, the metal's not the biggest, not the gaudiest, not the flashiest thing that you're gonna get these days. but when you consider how big and flashy and gaudy a lot of metals are these days, this one might almost stand out more because it's it's kind of understated it's a smaller metal uh, but what was cool about this one is is the 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 ribbon actually has some some meaning and some and some significance to it so um if you look at the the ribbon which I don't have any good pictures of maybe I'll post one up eventually um, but there's a bunch of different phrases and and words on there that, that represent different parts of the course and there was actually a gentleman that spoke a local runner um, before I spoke at the ex- or at the uh, at the pre race event who explained what some of those those things mean and kind of gave some stories and some background about the different parts of the course and different different areas of the course that, that are reflected on that medal so it was kind of cool it was kind of cool I wish I, w- I could remember those stories a bit better um, but, uh, but, but it, 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 you know, like I said, the metal's not big and flashy, but it's kind of cool to see them utilize the ribbon to offer a bit of a story and to, 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 you know, offer a bit of what makes their race unique. So I thought that was, that was a neat little twist, uh, uh, you know, out of, you know, flying, uh, contrary to what you normally see where the ribbon's just kind of there and, and everything goes into the big, fancy flashy metals, which is nothing wrong with that, but it was just a nice, a nice little juxtaposition from the normal, um, Last little bit as far as just kind of some some uh, miscellaneous stuff. Um, I definitely would recommend staying in the in the host hotel. Uh, it's not a, a big fancy hotel. It's a Clarion Inn. It's it's nice. It's clean. It, it does it does what it needs to do. The, the staff was very friendly and helpful. Um, but just because of the shuttle stuff, it's it's super convenient. And again, if you don't want to stay right at the at the Clarion, or if 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 that hotel isn't your thing, uh, there are a couple other options. I can't remember what the names of, of everything was, but if you if you look it up, you know you, you'll find it. Um, and there's a couple places right there. Staying at those places are, are convenient. Um, because the packet pickups at the hotel, the pasta dinner, if you're interested is at the hotel, the shuttle is at the hotel. Um, there's restaurants right there, several restaurants, uh, within, you know, within several yards to a couple of hundred yards that you can easily walk to, maybe not so easily walk to after the marathon, but at least in the days leading up to it, you've got some options that are, that are right there. Um, easy to get to. And, and, and just convenient, like I said, right off the expressway. So super easy there. Um, you know, Airbnbs and things like that. I'm sure that those are great. But uh, really this this area had everything that you needed. Price wasn't bad. I think it was 90 bucks a night, something like that. Um, you know, not, again, not a super fancy hotel, but not bad, not bad. I've, I've certainly stayed in worse. I'm sure you have as well. Also, also stayed in better, kind of a, a middle of the ground, middle road, um, had a pool, hot tub, things like that. Uh, indoors. So, you know, you, you had some options there, especially if you're, if you're sticking around for a while, if you've got the, the kids and the family with you. Um, so, so that, that stuff's going on. Um, I didn't get into doing much in the town itself to, to check out what all Pocatello had to offer. Uh, I know some people were asking questions about that and I, I, I wasn't around enough to do that. And the day that I was, I was at the expo all day trying, trying to help promote the, the, the pasta dinner and meet some folks and spread the word a little bit. Uh, so, so I didn't get out and explore the area, but it, it looks beautiful. If you, if you're not in a mountain area, um, there's mountains. So that, that's cool. Uh, like I said, college town. Um, so there's, there's, I'm pretty sure there's things to do there. Uh, I just didn't get to experience them much. Um, uh, and then the last thing that, uh, I think I've got to cover or at least is, is on my mind. Um, when it comes to spectators, there weren't a lot. And if you're bringing spectators with you, it's not the most spectator-friendly race. Like I said, the roads are all open, but there's not a whole lot of like places to park, um, and and there's definitely not um, uh, just just a, a, an ease to like park in one spot and try to move around. It's a point to point, so it's not like you can park somewhere centrally and 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 you know walk to a couple different places and see your runner. Not not the easiest spectator-friendly. Uh, uh, race. There are some places that it could work. Uh, it would require, you know, definitely driving the course beforehand, kind of knowing where you could pull off a little bit. The last uh, several the last handful of miles are a bit more in town. So there's, you know, like uh, we ran by a school, so you could obviously park at the school and and watch there, which a few people did. That was kind of where the spectators tended to be. Um, but uh, but yeah, you're, you're definitely kind of by yourself as far as not having a lot of support other than the aid stations. There were aid stations just about every mile Aid station folks were great. They took great care of us. We made sure to, to have everything you need. Uh, just your typical stuff for the most part uh, water, Gatorade, or whatever, whatever the sports drink was. Um, you know, there were several, a couple of spots where they were handing out gels. A um, couple, of, couple of the A stations had fruit, you know, oranges, bananas. Uh, some of them had some Vaseline, things like that. Um, so, you know, typical fare, but they, you know, every every A station was friendly. Uh, not Lots of nice people there. Uh, so, you know, those, those needs were taken care of. I just, I just went with the, uh, the, the, pack this race. So I didn't really partake in anything. I stopped at one aid station to refill water bottles and that was it. Um, but to, again, all, all the aid station folks were, were nice and, and friendly and uh, great volunteer support, uh, all the way through, all the way through. So volunteers, as per usual, get an A plus rating from me. Um, so overall impression, what, what are the thoughts? Would I come back to run this race? Would I, would I pay? my own money to come back to run this race. If they weren't bringing me back to speak again, would I encourage other people to run it as well? Um, I liked the race. I liked the race again. I like smaller races. This was maybe a little bit smaller than would be my preference, but, um, there were very few times that I was really, truly alone out there. Um, you know, in part because I let most of the marathoners go and then I was reeling them in as we went. Um, and then you start getting into some of the, the the back of the pack, half marathon and 10K folks by the time I got to the end. Um, so, so I was never really truly alone. Um, wouldn't have minded having a few more folks on the course. You know, wouldn't minded a, another several hundred people, something like that to get up over a thousand people in total. And maybe if most of them were in the marathon, that would be nice. Um, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought the course was fair. Uh, I thought the course made sense. You weren't like doing a bunch of loops. There was only one little spot where you did like a half a mile up and then a half a mile back down uh, just to make sure that the mileage was right. But everything else, it was, it was, you know, it, you it was, it was simple. It was easy to follow. You're not going to get lost. There's only a couple of real major turns. And again, they had people at those intersections directing the runners and directing traffic to make sure that they stayed uh, aware of runners and and that didn't interfere with the race. They would stop them. Of course, if you were coming, even if it wasn't a stop signed road. Um, so, so that was, that was great. Um, it's downhill. It's downhill for a lot of people. That's, that's tough. Um, I, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. And I'm, you know, you all know I'm training in the flatlands of Florida. So it's not like I'm used to hill training. but I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was bad at all. Uh, I would definitely recommend adding this to your, to your, to your list. It's a, it's a, it was very well run, very smoothly organized. Um, I mean, I'm sure there, there were fires that, uh, that Mike, the race director had to put out here and there. Um, but for the most part, like I didn't, there was nothing that I was like, my God, people fix this, you know, there were, of course, there's always a couple of things, uh, that could have been a little bit clearer with signage and direction at the post race area to find the bags. Cause I struggled to find them, uh, had to ask somebody and I had several people ask me. So clearly that was, that was a, a little bit of an issue. The beer game could have been better, but that wasn't a deal breaker for me by any stretch. But for the most part, things made sense. Things flowed, uh, things went on off on time. Um, it was a good, it was a good experience, but I go back. Absolutely absolutely uh, I, would, I would obviously would love to go back and speak again and, and, and get tri- trips paid for and races paid for in the future hopefully have maybe a few of you join me but if if uh, push came to shove and I was looking for a race I would consider this as a potential Boston qualifying race when I get to that point um, you got to run smart to run this race well as far as you know take advantage of the downhill but don't just blow it all out in that first 13 miles and then have to to you know not have the the downhill to help you for the last 13 but i think if you if you're fit and you're on that that cusp of can i can i you know can i qualify by enough uh things like that and you're comfortable running downhill i think that this this course wouldn't be a bad a bad option to try to boston qualify in or or set a new pr or things like that uh as far as location climate things like that it was great uh, not humid. So those of us that deal with the humidity all summer, it was a nice break from that. It, it was chilly at the start. I think it was in the, in the high fifties, which isn't bad, but when you're standing around and the winds whipping, it's, it's a little bit chilly, but, uh, you know, by the time you got going after a mile or two, I was, I was fine. Never got that sweaty. Um, you know, humidity wasn't bad. It warmed up towards the end, but, uh, you know, depending on where you're coming from, it didn't warm up that bad. You know, it, it was, it was noticeably warm, but not, uh, overly hot. Um, all in all, I, I had a good experience. I had, I had a, uh, I had a lot of fun, um, and would, would definitely be very open to the idea of going back, uh, again, whether I would invite back to speak again, or it's on my own dime. It's, it's on my list of races that I would consider running again. So, um, and it, it will be a race that I'll, I'll recommend, I will certainly recommend this race, um to, to other folks. So, you know, if you're looking for something for 2019 or, or, you know, once, once, you know, we get going in 2020, 2021, I don't think this race is going anywhere. This is the 19th year, I think for this race. So it's pretty well established, Uh, a lot of local runners, but uh, certainly some folks from out of town as well. You know, marathon maniacs were well represented. Half fanatics were well represented. uh, 50 state club was well represented. So, you know, if you're looking to travel to a race, I would, I would, I would encourage you to put, Pocatello marathon on your list. So uh, if you want to find out a little bit, a little bit more about it, like I said, let me know, Uh, ask any questions. If if you're getting to that point of maybe thinking about signing up, I'm happy to give you my, my insights on it, but uh, definitely give it a couple of thumbs up and and recommend it. And if you, if you missed my, uh, my stories uh, on Instagram, uh, I took a lot of photos and, and uh, you know, tried to have some fun with them. Um, I I saved them as a highlight. So if you head over to my Instagram profile, Instagram.com slash dis it's right there. It says Pocatello uh, you'll, you'll, you'll find it. You can go through, I think there's about 10 or 15 pictures in there. Kind of tell my story from, from, uh, you know, getting into, to Salt Lake city, uh, through, uh, the weekend. So, uh, check that out. If, if you want some more, some more photos. Uh, and of course you can head over to the show notes for this episode. There's some photos in there as well. Uh, disruns.com slash six one nine. So it's a little longer, uh, quick tip than normal. Not used to crossing the 30-minute barrier, but this isn't just a typical quick tip either. Trying to give you some good information uh, about the Pocatello Marathon. Um, my race went well. If you want to know how I did, let me know. I'll let you know. But uh, like I said, try not to get into all of the, the you know, me, me, me. But here's what this race was like. Here is my perspective. Uh, unbiased from anybody. Uh, just, you know, what I experienced. And, and if it's something that you want to try it out, I would encourage it. So that is it for me. Pocatello marathon.com is the website for the, the race. If you want to check out, sign up for next year while the price is as low as it's going to be. Uh, and even if it, if it bumps back up to normal price, you're still, like I said, looking at 80, $85, something like that, uh, which is still pretty darn, pretty darn good for, for races these days. So you don't have to break the, the budget, uh, to run the race. Now, maybe you have to travel there, which is, which is a, a cost factor. Of course, But uh, race itself, not too bad. Uh, PocatelloMarathon.com. We'll have that linked as well. Dizruns.com slash 619. So with that, we'll go ahead and sign this thing off. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope uh, this gave you something to think about as far as as races to run. And uh, if you want more information, just let me know. Uh, At Dizruns on the Twitter, Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, Dizruns.com slash 619. Show notes, comments, all that good stuff there as well. And until next time, please be well. Take good care. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon. See you.